Welcome to LJ's Open Forum. I'm Michelle Johnson, your host. Just wanted to start out this evening with just a little bit of a song called Try Again by Cherie Lynette. You can listen to her on Spotify, on Apple. I hope you do listen and follow and um, subscribe to her and listen to a few of her songs. Again, Cherie Lynette, Try Again. This is the climate of our country, and I feel that this is what people are really grinding and try to do. But we're in a time that's really hard, people. Take a listen. Wow. I mean, this is just a little bit of a tidbit of the song, but just to give you an idea of what's going on in the climate we in and how it, how it feels like, where are we going? What are we doing? 2020 people have said they want to erase, they want to get rid of, but we got to go through the storm, people. We got to go through the cave, and in the cave, you can come out better. We should have learned a little bit so far from, from this COVID-19 pandemic. We should have learned a little bit about the quarantine. We should understand a little bit more. We should treat people a little different. We should have love and not hate in our heart. So that's why I'm saying we got to continue trying. We have to continue getting up no matter how many times we go down. We got to keep getting up. We got to keep trying. Because if we're not going to try, then it's just what's going to happen. But we have to get together in this country. And the biggest thing for me so far um, during this time has been that I didn't lose during the pandemic. I gained during the, during the pandemic. There have been things happening in my life that have been negative. But I never let them bring me down. And I keep moving forward and stay on top of what's going on. During this pandemic, I haven't lost anything. I want you all to say it. You didn't lose not a thing. You gained a thing. You should have gained more love in your heart. You should have gained more education in your mind. You should be able to love your husband, love your wife, love your children more today than in any time in the history of your marriage and your relationship and your childbearing. You should become closer to something. You should have become closer to something during this pandemic. There, this was a time of growth. You know, my cousin's pastor said we were in a cave and we've been in a cave. If you're in the cave, you didn't know the COVID-19 was coming. You didn't, even though you knew parts of it, you didn't know everything. There was a lot of um, non-understanding, non-belief of COVID-19. So during that time period, we were not believing. And then when it hit us, we were put in a quarantine and put in a cave. In that cave, we should learn, we should have learned how to do some things better. We should have learned how to be a little bit better prepared. We should learn how to save a little money and stop spending money. We should come out of this thing better. And believe me, we're not out of it. The numbers are spiking. You know, they're going up again. And then when we push forward into the upcoming months, you know, we're going to be in September and October and the flu is, the flu is going to start coming. You know, COVID-19 is going to spike again. Other diseases is going to come. So we have to be prepared and we have to come out of this thing. If you didn't come out of this thing stronger in some form or fashion, there's something wrong. 
there's something that, that you didn't do that could have been done better with you because we have to grow in every situation. We cannot stay the way we are. We cannot stay hate-filled. We cannot stay in, you know, crime against each other, hate against each other, fighting constantly, arguing constantly, races against the white don't like the black, the black don't like the white. Don't get me wrong. There's good in every race. But we've got to grow in this country because it's been too many years, four years of hate spewed commentary through the media, through Twitter, through the social medias, through entertainment, whatever we could find to spew hate and to, and to, to push forward division. It has been done to this country. If you don't believe it, if you don't think it's true, it is true. The things that we see are not half the things that we don't see. So please, people, we have to become united. We have to look at everything and discuss it because it is a problem and we got to talk about it. Hate is a problem in this country right now and we cannot move forward if we don't stop. We got to stop and look at this, people. Our leader or our so-called leader, because he's not a leader, spews hate, filled commentary every day in this country. And it teaches you how to hate. It's like a baby, a little baby that sees no color, that has a friend or, or a person that's taking care of them, sees no color. They would not know racism unless it was taught by family members or by another individual. This president has been teaching nothing but hate before the election, after the election, and in office. He has spewed hate. And that's all we deal with in this country right now is hate. We can, we can have conversations about Black Lives Matter. We can have conversations about Black-on-Black -black violence. And everybody got an argument for something. But people, believe this. Hate is wrong. Hate is wrong. You can't grow with hate. Hate will stunt your growth. So if you're arguing about Black Lives Matter, you're all, and the white people arguing about, well, what about White Lives Matter? Well, what about Blue Lives Matter? None of it is going to have you grow anywhere. We're going to stay the same, and we're going to regress farther and farther back. We're not going to move forward because we simply are repeating history. And if you repeat history, you ain't going to move forward. You got to learn from history, people. You got to learn what we did wrong, what we didn't do right, what we did right. We have to learn those things. There are so many wrong things that we've done in history that today we should be much, far, much more farther than we are in this country. And it's sad. It's really sad. You know, we worry about hate too much. And for, for a country to be that way, built upon a platform of hate, and you wonder why everything is going wrong. You sit back and wonder why we in a cave in COVID-19. We in a cave for a reason. We needed to slow down. And then as soon as we slow down, there's always going to be something to figure a way out how to make, a, make more of a problem. Police brutality. Black on black crime. White Karens calling everybody with an issue. That's black. Looking out their window worried about that. But ain't worrying about their own um, lifestyle, their own family. These are the things that is ruining our nation. We can long, long, no longer stand as the best. We're no longer the best. So when you, when you sit back, we have to look at things and say, hey, we got to make a change. And the change has got to be for the better. And what can we do? Hey, it may not be no answer. It really ain't no answer to it. But we got to try. Because if we don't try, 
we ain't going to never, never, never really make it. So we definitely got to keep trying. Just give me a little bit more. Try again. Because if you don't want to try again, hmm. And this is what our country is feeling right now. I mean, this is where we at. So we got to get moving. We got to get better. Us out here commenting podcasts, we got to spew some love out here to people. We got to spew some love. We got to turn this leadership from hate to love. And this can only be done politically. So people, you got to vote. Remember, vote. I'll be saying this moving forward on every podcast episode. If you're not voting and you're not understanding the platform that these political people are on, then you need to back up and research and find out what they stand for in your city, in your county, in your state. Before you vote them in office, you need to know what they're, what they're standing for. If you don't, we're going to be back in the same spot again talking about hate-filled country and hate-filled nation. Okay. The biggest thing that was going on for me in the last couple of weeks was fireworks. Fireworks have been driving me crazy, people. It was on every night from 8 at night to 11 at night. And they drove me insane. But, you know, people from across the country calling in to the police and they doing all this stuff. But remember, your, your fearless leader turned around and said, hey, I'm just going to say, it's Mr. Trump. Mr. Trump. That's right. He is the one who made it easier for people to be able to sell and have access to these things. So in Philadelphia, we had two children severely injured due to inexperience of trying to use um, illegal explosives. And what happened was they, one young lady, 16 years old, um, was using fireworks and explosives near the house, the little hole in the house, and took off most of her right foot. In another 24-hour period earlier than that, we had a 12-year-old boy in Kensington lost part of his left hand, blew a hole in the house, I think, playing with explosives, being what, people? Inexperienced. This is really serious. And that's what it is. It's really serious. And people have to stop. I hope moving forward after the 4th of July, it is now over, that we just stop using them. Because if you don't know what you're doing, you're in the neighborhood using them, where you should be in the park in a wide open space and have some experience, then your parents and yourself need to stop. Okay, so Trump signal again. Trump signal! Trump signal is this. Of course, all of these different ads that are starting to come on television about Joe Biden. Now, you know, I'm not a Trump supporter, but they're cracking me up, especially the one that says he's losing his memory, can't remember nothing. He is 77 years old. Let's hope his memory is good because we do need someone better than that in there. We need another leader better than that. And he's also, when you look at what Trump did with the ads, he turned around and put the ads on about what happens, what would happen if you defunded the police as the Black Lives Movement and everybody, you know, in this new thing after the George Floyd, they're all talking about, let's, due to police brutality, due to the ineptness of the police and learning how to, you know, to de-escalate and to hold their temper and to be able to, you know, be model citizens, they now need to be defunded. So if they're defunded, his ad says, <laughs> the funniest part of the ad is when a lady's like, we're going to 
it's killing me. So we have to really look at all of these things. And please, again, people, vote, 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 because I'm going to have the Trump signal every day. The Trump signal says this. Trump signal. And the Trump signal works. So please, people, look at it and understand and research the political platform that's happening right now. One of the more sad things that I'm that was during this time of after the George Floyd murder is when we started hearing about the lynchings around the area, like in California, um, and then they determined that these were actually suicides, which the conspiracy theory person in my mind don't believe it. I think the FBI, CIA, U.S. Marshals are all researching this to find out if these white national groups are actually going out here doing some form of initiation and they're killing people to become part of the white nationalist um, groups. There are a lot of groups. I'm not gonna even run their names. I'm not gonna give them no platform. However, they, I have a list in front of me of a bunch of groups and they could be doing that. So don't just push it off out your mind, okay? But the NAACP has not discussed this, but people have said there are white nationalist groups out there that are doing initiation. So people, please be careful. Um, because the conspiracy theorist, theory person in my mind says they're actually out there doing it. So we're going to have to be on point and on game. People, sometimes we do have to listen to the conspiracy theorists. But just I'm just saying, be careful out there. Because, you know, black men, you are loved. You are loved by many. So black men, hear me, you are loved. So... Now, let me just get into a little bit deep part about my day, my day, my day. This is what happened. This is what happened. This is how it happened. And I'm going to tell you, because when you listen at stuff and you look at things, I'm just going to tell you a little bit um, coming up when I want to tell you about how bad my time is, because I'm always out there hustling. I'm always out there grinding because I, I work a, a real job, too, along with this real job. So I do two things, and I got to be moving. My husband got to be moving. He's working. My son's working. My son, I have a grandchild. My son, his girlfriend, she's working. We're all hustling. So around 2011, I remember the song Hustle Hard. Now, you're going to take Hustle Hard this way. You could take it as drugs, but I take it as what? I take it as hustling, trying to make it happen, trying to make a dream come true, trying to be a success trying to hustle hard, just keep getting up no matter how many times you get knocked down. You know the bills got to be paid. Mom, I want a house. Baby, need some shoes. So you, what I'm going to do, I'm going to hustle, hustle hard. And that don't mean hustling with drugs, people. That means hustling with education. That means hustling with jobs. That means hustling to own a business, hustling to make it happen. So just to give you a quick, just a quick, quick tidbit of my song that used to come on back in the day. Back in the day for me is for you, it's a couple years, but this is probably around 11 or 12 with Ace Hood, um, Rick Ross, remember? And then you had Lil Wayne on there. So here's a little bit of Hustle Hard.
I'm trying. That's what we got to do. We got to be hustling, people. We got to be out here trying to make it. We all, and, and when I'm saying hustling, we got to be hustling when we're trying to make this country better. We got to be hustling hard and grinding for that. You know, everybody's out here talking. You got to participate. We got to participate on whatever platform. I'm participating through this podcast, but we got to get out there to, to get people signed up to vote, show them how to vote. We got to do, we got to give them, teach them how to get information on the people they're trying to vote for. But we got to make it happen because the topic of it is what in the world is happening in our country? What is happening? And I'm telling you what is happening. Every time you turn around, there's something on social media. It's like something on social media. You'll be like, what is this? What happened on social media today? What are they talking about? Why is this happening? And then I'm like, okay, I, I go away for the weekend. I'm going to start there and I'm going to go backwards. You know how I usually be like, I'm going to go back. Okay, on the weekend, I worked up until Thursday. So I had to, I had a rental car already. And I went out to get in the car. And this is a 2020 Toyota RAV4 rental that doesn't start so of course the rental company calls triple a triple a comes and they're telling me yo you know this is like the third car when the battery on a rav4 is gone so i was like well i need another car because i had to leave for my trip on friday morning i need to leave by like 11 o'clock so you know you get all the conversation about oh i don't think it's gonna happen it's the holiday weekend you're not gonna be able to get a car anyway i get down to the, the rental place and meet this this first guy who's saying, I don't think we're going to do it. It ain't going to happen. I'm like, whatever, because I'm always the pure optimist. So then I get to the next guy, wonderful, fantastic guy. I wish I could say his name in the rental company, but I can't. And he was fantastic. He was like, oh, check my insurance, check what I had before and knew that it had to be transferred, opted out. And he said, I'm going to get you a car. Give me a minute. It was like literally two minutes. Took me out, put me in another car. I bring it home. We ready to go. We go to Maryland and have a wonderful trip with my family there. Wonderful little short vacation. Ate a bunch of crabs. Ate a bunch of food, you know, at the cookout. Wasn't a lot of us because we were trying to be socially distant. So it was really kind of closed off. But we had our hotel rooms, which made us all, we had like three hotel rooms. We were all socially distant there. So we all, I think we, we did social distancing, correct? Maryland's a little different from Philly because you could still eat in the restaurants, but they were socially distanced. You could go to the, um, to the mall, socially distant. So everything there, but we still had a fantastic time there. Um, seriously thinking about relocating there in the future, in the near future. But prior to all of that, on Father's Day, I didn't go out because I felt like I wanted to stay home and I had a couple things to do. So my son was like, we're going to take dad out and his girlfriend and my um, grandson. And they said, we're going to take dad out. We're going to go to Limerick. We're going to have a good time, buy him something later on, get him some dinner. And they came back. They were in Philly. They were on a road, a street called, um, called Delaware Avenue, but now it's Columbus Boulevard, which we should take it back to Delaware Avenue. Don't tell anybody I said that, but it should be good. It should be Delaware Avenue. You notice I constantly, we'll constantly say Delaware Avenue, been doing it for years. We'll not call it Columbus Boulevard. So they were at the red light, get ready to turn into um, Longhorn Steakhouse. And what happens? But someone opiate dependent high rear-ended my car two times. My grandson, my husband, thank God everybody was okay. They did have to go to emergency because some, some back trauma, you know, when it hits you from behind, the people in the backseat really caught the brunt. So, you know, now we're, we're trying to get this guy, but we don't know what's going on yet. But just I'm so happy that everybody was fine. Now, 
let's get forward again because I always go back now I'm going forward yesterday they call and say they're going to total the car so the car that I love to death believe me it's a Chevy Malibu 2018-19 model I love it and it is gone it has been um, totaled I had to run around the day and do some stuff and I'm like really it's like a waste of money I just bought the car August 1919 now it's August now it's not even August 2020 and the car is gone I'm so sad I, I could cry, but I won't. It's on to the next car because I don't do that. But it, but people, when you buy a car, make sure you get that gap insurance. Because, you know, the insurance company was only going to give me what I paid. This car was a real deal for me because I bought it from, like, Hertz. And I tell anyone, you know, when I got it from Hertz, they had low mileage on it. It was a 2018 with probably 20-something thousand miles, and that was 19. I don't care. The car ran perfectly well. I love the car. It looked great. I got compliments on the car all the time. And the car is now gone. So now I have to, my husband and I have to now put together, you know, give up more money for a down payment and then get another car. So all that down payment I put on that car is wasted. And all the money that I put into it is wasted. I have to start anew. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. People try again, keep trying again, keep getting up, keep hustling, keep grinding. Because I ain't going to let that slow me down. So now when I got back, after this wonderful trip, believe me, with the nice, and, and get this, I had a toy, toy, Toyota RAV4, but dude gives me a 2020 Mitsubishi Outlander special edition with everything on it and sunroof and everything, and I absolutely love it. And I might just buy one, I don't know. The only thing kept driving me crazy was that when you close the doors, the doors don't close effectively. So I might not buy the car because of the doors, but... Everything else, it was nice. It was much better than the RAV4's rough, rough drive. So, you know, we ended up having a great trip coming home and enjoying. And then when I get home on Monday, they talk about Deshaun Jackson. So I listen to sport talk, Sports Talk Radio. I'm like a major, major sports fan. You know, if anybody ever wants to call in and talk about sports, we could talk half the night um, if I ever go live about sports. I've been, I've been in love with the Eagles, the Sixers, you know, I don't want to say it, but the Golden State Warriors, since they were the real Golden State Warriors years ago, I was a huge fan of those. I actually like teams that you would say, why does she like this team, Toronto Blue Jays, things like that. And baseball and football, I am a definite Eagles fan. I lived with a woman for, for most of my life, my mother, who was a Dallas Cowboy fan. And you know Eagles in Dallas don't work. But anyway, I get home, and they're talking about Deshaun Jackson, who was, was started out here as a rookie and through a lot of turmoil left here and went to Washington and then from Washington I think he went to Tampa Bay and he's back in Philly and then this comes up so they're talking about and, if, and you know when they talk about it, they said oh he had he said a anti-semitic remark well what was the anti-semitic remark so I'm like what did he say it's like I don't why would he say something here we go what is happening in America I go back to I go back to what Trump signal it seems like every time in this country now, in these recent four years, the only thing that we can hear is negative things on the news. And I'm sure more negative things than happen, but it's always something. You're worth like $28 million. What would make you say something, whether it was recent or, you know, they could pull social media tracks from years ago. So what did Deshaun Jackson say? It's an article that says just what I said in Newsweek. What did Deshaun Jackson say? NFL star posted fake Hitler quote on Instagram. 
I'm like, what? Why would you say that? Fake, it's fake Hitler quote. So then it says, because I'm going to read it, because I'm not, you know, going to give you some wrong information. Philadelphia Eagles wide receiver Deshaun Jackson has found himself in hot water this week after sharing anti-Semitic quotes on social media over the weekend. Dude. In an Instagram story he shared over the weekend, the 33-year-old posted a quote attributed to Adolf Hitler, which states, the white Jews will blackmail America. They will extort America. Their plan for world domination won't work if the Negroes know who they are. The quote is often used to support the theory that Hitler planned to launch a world war after his death to prevent black people in America to being oppressed by the Jews. For real. Are you serious? So. It also perpetuates a common far-right and anti-Semitic trope that Jewish people secretly control the world. You know, people really think that through financial and political clout. It is also used to suggest Hitler was not motivated by racist, get it, ideologies. And that he believed the Negroes are the real um, children of Israel and the real Hebrews, which were stolen by America in a direct challenge to God. However, it appears the words shared by Jackson were falsely attributed to the Nazi leader. According to the fact-checking website Snoops.com, the quote first reached online notoriety years ago, like five years ago, on some website. So I'm going to stop right there. I'm going to stop right there because I'm like, dude. You're worth $28 million and you're on social media spewing anti-Semitic um, remarks. And you're saying something that the, the Israelites, you know, you ever see the people that BS standing out with their little outfits on and stuff, and they're talking about stuff? Those are the people, you know, that believe certain things in the Bible that they were the chosen Israelites, not the real Jews, that the black people, the chosen Israelites. That stop. I'm, I'm done. So he puts that in a social media out of context statement. Now, if anyone has, has any form of historical knowledge in school, if you listen for a little bit in history class, um, you know that if you were black, he was not saying you was oppressed and going to help you and protect you from the Jews. Um, four million Jews were killed in Holocaust, people. Don't get me pissed off about that. You know, millions of us were brought over in slavery and held. There were so many hateful things done to people in this world that we don't even know about. And you get on there and you're going to bring him up saying that he was going to help us. Okay, he killed four million. If we was over there, it would have been more than four million. If, it, if Asians was there, it was more than uh, whatever million. If Hispanics was there, okay. And then get this. When you turn around and look at that, you're saying, oh, we were oppressed, so he was going to come and help us. No, he was going to gather us all up, and we were all going to be in gas chambers. Do please read, learn. We dooming ourselves to continually repeat history if we don't read historically, historic knowledge that this man killed four million Jews. This the truth, and that during slavery, millions of us were killed and hung and raped, and, and brutalized, and we were held for years, imprisoned, for hundreds of years. But we have to know, understand our history, and have to learn from it. Don't put anti-Semitic remarks about something. There are people today that may still be living, that still still carry along the marks of being in prison in those concentration camps, that, that carry the numbers on their arms, that made it out alive, and those that didn't, that lost, that lost family members, 
that were brutally raped and murdered and scientific experiments were done, women's wounds taken out, babies experimented on that were Jewish. Murders happened, the gas chambers, everything that happened during that time. And then when we get here, when you come and flash over to, to us in the United States, we're being hung, we're being raped because you want us to work for you for free. So you could just make money off of us working for you. And, and then when we were released, you're upset. But, but if you understand the African-American experience, we don't understand the Jewish experience in that aspect. The Jews, okay. The one thing that worked for them is they could come here because they were in some form white. So they could grow wealth, move, but they still had issues. They could move in certain places. People still were against them. They seemed to clutter in New York where if you look at Jewish people, the majority are in New York. You know, they wanted to be safe too. They had to protect themselves, but they could buy things. You know, Jim Crow, Black Crow, any type of law, they could come up with black people. You know, they didn't want us to have anything. So we're far behind. So when people say pull up, up, up by your bootstraps, it's hard to do when somebody's pulling the bootstraps down as you're trying to pull them up. Now, back to Deshaun Jackson, that is the reason why we have to become educated people. Please read. Stop and read. Understand what's going on in our society. We cannot continue to act dumb. And again, I go back to, what is it? Trump signal. It's called the Trump effect. It's like everybody, you had Drew Brees, right? And now you got the joint, the Sean Jackson saying something. So people, today was one of them days that I just wanted to talk about just a couple subjects just to get us involved. Please, please. You know, comment on the podcast. Talk to me. Send me a comment. Go to social media. Check me out at LJ's Open Forum on Instagram. Facebook LJ's Open Forum. Please, on my website, come on here and you could go into any platform and listen to what you want on www.ljsopenforumpodcast.com. And listen, let me tell you this. In the upcoming weeks, I'm going to have a guest on my show, and she is an author, and she is phenomenal, and I want you to hear a little bit of her book and a little bit about her life and what she's out there grinding and hustling and trying to do to be able to make it. So again, people, please look at it, and let's love each other. Let's get together, people, and let's love. We are more alike than we think. We think we're all different. We ain't that different. We're all alike. And so all the things that happen, that's happening with Black Lives Matter, black on black crime, murders, you know, just being just being out there, just being angry. You know, I just want you to hear a little bit about it from Ace Hood again. And you're going to hear a little bit about We Ball. And We Ball gives you a little bit about what we got to stop doing, people. So take a little bit and listen to what he's saying. And I will talk to you again soon. And this is LJ's Open Forum. Love you. I'm sending out hugs. Goodbye. And our men are the chosen ones too, baby. Depressed out they might Dearly beloved I 